Yo, what is going on, baby? Nathan Kennedy, the new money podcast, episode 27. What even is a TFSA or an RSP and which one should I use? How y'all doing, man? Hope y'all had a fantastic Canada Day, weird day off thing. And hope you guys are enjoying your weekend, regardless of where you are around the world, if you are listening. As usual, guys, DM me at the new money podcast on Instagram. I do a new money mailbag at the end of each of the episodes. It's really fun. You guys ask me any question you want. It can be investing, money, life, sports. I don't care. Ask me any question and I pick one and I answer it at the end. And pretty please talking to y'all, please leave me a review. If you're using Apple Podcasts, I would really, really appreciate it, please. I'm not even kidding. I say this shit every month. Numbers ain't moving, baby. Where we at? What we, what we doing, man? If you haven't left a review, please. I'm asking you so kindly to take some time out of your day. Leave me a little review. Thank you so much. But moving on, today what I want to chat about is what a TFSA and an RRSP is. And should you be using it as a young adult? And how you can actually take your wealth to the next level using these specific accounts. Now, This is likely a topic that I'm going to revisit down the line. But for now, in my opinion, it's a pretty solid episode to help you guys get grounded in it and really understand both accounts. Now, these are specific Canadian accounts, but I think there are some applicable stuff for Americans and other people around the world. If you are listening to this, that, you know, may be similar to, you know, Roth IRAs or 401ks or whatever accounts you use in your respective nation. I think there's some good parallels and things to think about. So it's worth listening to for anybody. A lot of the great stuff I actually cover in this episode, I, I got from Wealth Simple, which is a fantastic uh, organization, and they do a blog, and they really covered this stuff really well, so I pulled some stuff from there. I'm going to actually link it in the show notes, so you guys can have a, a further look at some of the nitty-gritty that maybe I don't cover. But without further ado, let's just dive on into it, baby. So TFSA and RSP, some of the most adult vernacular ever in Canada, at least. And, you know, we're in the big leagues now. We're talking about TFSA, RSP, all official and all that. But, you know, what even are these accounts? They seem like buzzwords when you speak of investing and things like that. So, you know, what are they and how do they work? So firstly, I want to start with the TFSA. Now, right off the bat, I'm going to say, guys, most young adults, this is the first account that you want to use to invest in or save in. Invest in. We're going to invest in these accounts because... That's what we should be doing in them. And we'll get into why that is later in this episode. But a TFSA stands for a tax-free savings account. It's just like a checking account or a savings account. It's a place where you put your money into. But in this case, instead of money as the assets, we're going to be you know, purchasing stocks, exchange-traded funds, index funds. We're going to be holding that in this sort of basket. You can think of a TFSA as an investment basket. The gains that you actually make from any investments, for example, if the stock price appreciates, are actually tax-free, i.e. they're all yours. And it's a great incentive for saving and maxing out your earnings. Now, here's the thing. It's called a tax-free savings account, but like I was just alluding to earlier, it's more an investment account. And savings account is actually misleading because again, it's more like a basket and you can pick whatever you want to put into that basket from a wide array of financial assets. It depends what you want. It can be stocks, exchange traded funds, which are my favorite, bonds, even cash if you want. But you know, it's better to be using those sort of assets that are going to grow more in the future. Okay, great. So I can put all the money I can and never be taxed, right? Well, 
you know, the government wouldn't be that sweet on us. You know what I'm saying? Like TFSAs do have very few withdrawal rules, if, if any. I mean, you're free to withdraw and, you know, put it in as freely as you want. Uh, there is a 24 hour holding limit. Usually it usually takes 24 hours to get it out, but there is government mandated limits to how much you can actually contribute to the account every year. The maximum amount you're allowed to put into a TFSA each year is known as the contribution limit and it varies year to year. Your TFSA contribution room to date is the maximum amount that you can put in your TFSA at all. So just to get into the history, starting in 2009, the Canadian government introduced TFSAs as a way to encourage people to save that money, bro. TFSA's contribution room accumulates every year if at any time in the calendar year you are 18 years of age or older and a resident of Canada. What that means is since you've turned 18, every single year your contribution room grows by however much is deemed the additional room for that year. So some years you get an additional $5,000 worth of room, other years it would actually be 10,000. Right now it's sitting around $6,000 are added into your contribution room. But if you're listening to this right now, you're probably in your 20s or early 30s, and you likely have tens of thousands of dollars worth of room. And you can actually check your room on your CRA account if you've been filing your taxes like we've talked about a few months ago. All y'all really need to know at the end of the day is that you probably have bare room, like a lot of room to invest. And if you've maxed out all the room already, then you likely already know what's good when it comes to your TFSA and how it works. So to create an example of it, let's say that you've never contributed into your TFSA and you turned, you're 23 and you've, you turned 18 five years ago, right? You've been accumulating contribution room to your TFSA without you even knowing, and you likely have over $30,000 worth of room to invest in. So that's a pretty dope thing. So again, you can check your CRA account to figure out how much actual TFSA room you have. But if you've never invested before, you guys probably have a lot of room depending on how old you are. Again, if any of these numbers are sort of confusing, I am going to put a link in the show notes so you can double check and, and see sort of what I'm talking about. But again, you probably don't need to worry about over contributing unless you guys have a ton of money that you wanna put in, maybe then you should consider double checking that you don't go over your contribution limit. So basically what a TFSA is, is essentially an investment account where I can buy stocks, ETFs, bonds, etc. I've already accumulated a ton of room without even knowing it, and it's probably the first thing I should use to invest in if I've never invested before, right? That's, that's fair, right? And yes, that's, I would agree with what I just said. Uh, that's basically it. Ideally, you wanna max out both your RRSP which I'll talk about next, and your TFSA, max both of them out. But if you're just starting out, TFSA is probably a good place to start and to get your feet wet. Might be an RSP first too, it depends. So let's just chat about that now. So an RSP stands for a Registered Retirement Savings Plan. It too is also a government-sponsored retirement plan with significant tax benefits, but it works a little bit different than a TFSA. So an RSP, a little bit more official, a little bit more parameters around it, and it's what is known as a tax advantage account, meaning that the government created them specifically to provide tax breaks to those who invest money in their RSPs as a way to motivate people to save for their retirement. Because the government looked, they're like, holy shit, nobody's fucking saving their retirement. You know, we got a way too high of a poverty rate in our old age, so we need to, you know, include some incentives to get people saving some money, which is working, has worked to some degree, but isn't working enough. So, you know, 
I mean, that's a completely different discussion, but people are saving more because they get tax breaks, which is a good thing. And that's why they're there. So instead of your earnings being tax-free, as is the case with your TFSA, so any money that grows in your TFSA, you never have to pay taxes on it, will be exempt from income taxes from the year you make the deposit and will only be taxed years down the line when you withdraw it. So it's growing tax deferred, right? No taxes on the money. It's just growing, growing, growing. And then that income at the end is when it starts to get taxed as you pull it out. So RRSPs are therefore an effective way to cut down a current year's tax bill. Basically, you get a tax deduction you get you know tax right off go listen episode four and five on taxes if you don't know what the deductions are and all that but you get a tax deduction for contributing money it's pretty dope now with a tfsa you don't get that tax deduction right it, it grows tax-free you never have to pay taxes on it but you don't get that tax deduction off your bill now here's the thing with that tax deduction as well right you can use it now or you can use it in the future when you have a higher marginal tax rate so what does that mean right and, and some students do this. So if you th if you know or if you highly expect yourself to make more money in the future, that deduction is going to be worth more to you when you're making more money than you have right now. So if you're in a lower tax bracket and you expect to jump up in the next little bit, you may want to carry forward that deduction because it could be better for you to use later on when you're making more money. So basically you generate RRSP contribution room when you earn income. So RRSPs also have contribution limits, just like a TFSA, which refer to the max amount a taxpayer or you know a citizen is allowed to deposit into an RRSP annually. The contribution limit of your RRSP starts accumulating from the time you start making some money and is unique to you specifically. So it takes into account this year's deduction limit and any unused contributions from previous years. Now, guys, I might be getting a little, this might be getting away from you a little bit. It's a little bit high level. Stay with me. I'm going to simplify it. So all I'm saying right now is that there's a contribution limit that you should be aware of because you can't just put in all the money you have and, and let it grow, right? There's, there's, there's limits to it. And so because you generate RRSP contribution room when you have earned income, you need to file your taxes the year prior because you should always file your taxes. Again, episode four and five, go check it out. I break down taxes. You can understand the thing top to bottom in Canada at least, but you need to have filed your taxes to actually contribute to your RRSP. The contribution limits typically for RRSPs are up to 18% of your earned income from the year prior to a maximum of 27,230 for 2020, whichever is less. So if you make like a million bucks, they're not going to let you, you know, put in 18% of that a million bucks, they're going to put in the 27,000. So that's the, that's the cap. But if that number is less than 27,000, then that's the, that's the max, right? You're going to pick the lower of the two numbers, either the 27,000 or the 18% of your earned income. The unused room that you contribute carries forward forever. So if you don't max your contributions out for your RSP, don't worry. They're just going to transfer into the next year, just like your TFSA. Now, unlike your TFSA, your RSP, you can't willy nilly withdraw your money from it. I mean, you should never ever really withdraw money from your investment accounts in general, only add until you retire. But, you know, I understand if a savings plan is more short term, with, you know, advantage TFSA in that respect because of the flexibility, right? But with your RSP, you should never, ever, 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 ever withdraw money that you put into your RSP. You will get dinged with taxes. You will fuck up your contribution room because once you withdraw that money, you lose that contribution room forever. You can't just put it back in. You effectively lose that room. And worst of all, worst of all, you're paying a massive, massive, massive opportunity cost 
on the money. So what does that mean? Basically, instead of that money generating serious gains, it's going to be withdrawn. It's going to be taxed because it's withdrawn. And at the time of withdrawal, you're giving up all the future gains that that money could create, which could literally mean tens of thousands over your lifetime or fuck, man, even a hundred thousand, hundreds of thousands, depending on how much it is and how much, you know, of a return you're getting, et cetera, et cetera. But it, you're paying a lot to withdraw from your investment accounts especially in RRSP. Pretty much a virtual no-no in all respects, unless you like really, really, really are in a bind. And like, we're talking really dire straits, which I hope for you guys is never the case, right? Because we got our emergency fund, we got our, we're financially strong, we, we don't have to dip into our RRSPs. But again, like that is the last, 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 last option, right? So essentially an RRSP is a retirement account that again, is more like an investment account than a savings account, a misleading name. You will pay taxes down the line, but your money's gonna be already grown like crazy, so it's pretty dope, and you're getting a nice little tax deduction from your contributions. That's pretty much the summary of it. Okay, so you know both of these accounts, they sound great, right? They sound cool, they sound like they're saving me money, but what's the best for me, right, Nate? You said that a TFSA is probably best to start off with, so why did you say that, right? Like. Well, let's talk about it, right? Let's compare the two accounts and let's see, because you know, RSP could be better for you too, depending on your goals, who knows? But we're gonna figure it out. Let's just dive on in, right? For the second time, let's just dive on in. So TFSAs, RSPs, we know what's good, right? We have a good idea. These are the good guys. These are the good accounts that are gonna help us get our little babies, our little dollars, grow, grow, grow. You know what I'm talking about? But which is better? So there are really two answers to this question, right? Number one, it really depends on your tax rates, like I sort of alluded to earlier. And number two, again, better to max out both if you can. Like you really should have both. The general rule of thumb though, from a tax perspective is the following. So if your average tax rate in retirement is going to be lower than it is now, then an RRSP is better. If your average tax rate in retirement is going to be higher than it is right now, then a TFSA is better. So what the hell does that mean, right? Well, let's let's talk about an example and you know we'll walk through it and, and hopefully it'll paint a better picture for you guys. So let's say you have $5,000 in income, right, before taxes, and you're considering putting it into either an RRSP or a TFSA. Let's say your current tax rate is 30% and you're going to invest for five years and get 10% a year, right? pretty decent. Let's assume that your tax rate is going to be the same 30% when you want to pull it out. So we have that $5,000 and because you're getting that tax deduction, it's effectively tax-free. So it's the full $5,000 and it's going to grow to $8,052.55. So if you withdraw it and pay 30% tax, you withdraw it all at once, but 30% tax, you will be left with $5,636.79, right? So around 5,600 bucks is what you're gonna have. Now, if you put that money into a TFSA, it, you're gonna have to have already paid taxes on it effectively because you're not getting that tax break. So let's say, again, 30% on the $5,000 is going to be $3,500. So in five years, that $3,500 is going to grow to the same $5,636, around $5,600, right? So you don't pay tax on the money you take out though because you get to keep the entire thing. So in both cases, you're actually ending up with the same amount of money, which is $5,636. So what does that mean? Basically, all that means is if your tax rate is going to be the same, you know, with a TFSA, you're not paying taxes now, you're not paying taxes later. With an RRSP, you're getting a tax deduction now, and then you're paying taxes later. Now, 
what changes things is if your tax rate changes over time, right? If you redo the numbers and assume that you have a 40% tax rate right now, and you only have 30% when you withdraw, then your RSP is going to be better because you're going to get more of a tax deduction now and you're going to have to pay less taxes later. So net net, you have more money. If you assume that you have a 30% tax right now and you have a 40% when you're going to withdraw, then a TFSA is better because you're going to actually pay more taxes later on. So it's better to invest now. So basically the rule of thumb here is it depends on your tax rate. If you have a higher tax rate now, then it's probably better to take that deduction now to offset your taxes. If you're going to have a higher tax rate later, again, probably better to just have the TFSA because you're going to have more money if you do that versus you know, having that 40% rate later on. So guys, a little bit confusing, but all you need to know, if you're going to get taxed later on higher, then you want a TFSA. If you're getting taxed heavy right now, and you're going to have less taxes later, then take that deduction, invest in the RSP. With all of this though, both, maxing out both is always the best option. Now the thing is it's tough to know what you're actually going to be making in retirement, right? Like, I mean, I don't know what I'm gonna to wear to work tomorrow. Like how the hell am I supposed to know how much money I'm gonna make in retirement, right? And you know, you don't have a crystal ball, but you can reasonably estimate that if you're 20 something right now and you're not making too, too much, I hope you can expect to make a lot more in the future and jump up to different tax brackets. So if you're not making too, too much money right now, it's probably best to just have the TFSA. So more rules of thumb. I, I love these rules of thumb. <laughs> All right. When you are in the lowest federal tax bracket, right? Like from $1 to $46,000, then you should definitely use the TFSA first, right? The tax benefits of an RSP aren't really benefiting you. And especially if you're going to make more money later than those tax deductions are going to be better for later on. So use the TFSA first. Now, when your income moves up into the second bracket and above, you should probably use the RSP first and take that deduction and TFSA second. But again, be aware of the withdrawals and parameters around both accounts, right? I am assuming and recommending that everybody uses these accounts for long-term investment growth. But if you expect to get the money out in the next five to 10 years, then you know a TFSA first is probably better because you don't ever, ever, ever want to plan on withdrawing early from your RSP. Now you can use an RSP in the lowest bracket, absolutely, if you filed your taxes. Probably best to defer those tax deductions later on when you have a higher tax rate, right? If you have a higher tax rate, those contributions that you made in prior years will help offset your income and you'll be better off. <laughs> a lot of numbers, quite confusing. If you're confused, I totally understand. I mean, simplify it. If you've never invested before, use a TFSA, right? That's just the simplest thing to say. And explore an RSP as you begin to contribute more to your TFSA. And as you begin to earn more money, you know, that's when you're going to start thinking about an RSP. And then hopefully you get to a place where you're completely contributing, you're maxing out both contribution room for your RSP and your TFSA, right? So confusing, I know, TFSA first until you make more money than maybe an RSP first, and then both maxing them out when you have enough money to do so. That's, that's pretty much the episode right there. Okay, so for you guys that know a thing or two about TFSAs, RSPs, I do want to throw in a little tiny bit of a high level fact. So if you are planning on buying US specific stocks and exchange traded funds, which in my opinion are the best, any dividends on those stocks or ETFs or whatever investments that are paid out to you will be subject to a 15% withholding tax because the United States actually doesn't recognize a TFSA as a retirement account, but it does recognize an RSP as a retirement account. So there is no withholding tax there. So 
Does this mean you shouldn't use a TFSA if you want to invest in American stocks, which I recommend? No, that's not at all, right? Not at all. This is a very small price to pay for likely a much better performing investment. And it's only levied against the dividends that are paid out, not the actual appreciation in the stock price. So this is this was pretty cool. I actually learned this in my research and it's good to be aware. You know, it really shouldn't make or break your strategy, whatever that is. If you are using both accounts, then maybe think about holding your dividend paying investments in your RRSP and your non-dividend paying more growth investments in your TFSA. Very small little fact here, a little tidbit that I wanted to throw in, but this is a consideration for you guys way, way down the line when you guys are established and you've been investing for a little bit and, and you want to, you know, that's, you want to think about where you're getting your money. You want to maximize your money, optimize. But again, biggest thing here, guys, is just to start. If you've never started TFSA first, as you make more money, start to use an RSP and think about the tax implications there. If you are making a lot of money right now, though, that's when I would recommend, okay, maybe looking at an RSP uh, and putting that away first. And then a TFSA, horizons matter. I mean, it's again, I, I've talked about everything that you need to consider with both accounts. So it's up to you. And if you're unsure, TFSA first, boom, that's, that's it. And then figure it out, but start, right? Start. That's, that's, that's it. Start. That, that's the biggest thing guys. Just start. Okay. Last thing I do want to say about an RSP as well is that it can really give you the edge. If you contribute, you get the tax deduction back and then you reinvest that, um, you know, you're just supercharging your investments that way, right? You're, if you're taking that deduction, that tax break that you get, if, it, if it's paid out, um, it causes you to get a higher tax return, then throw that shit in your investments. It's just a better way to grow your money. Both accounts are phenomenal to help you reach where you would like to financially and max the hell out of both. Put as much money as you can in both if possible. But if that's not feasible for you right now, totally, totally okay. Think about what's best for you and pick. So back at it again with the new money mailbag. And this week's question comes from my boy, Wealth Fits You. Again, he's got a bunch of questions. Ask me some questions, guys. I love the questions. But my boy asked me, do I plan on living in Ontario or even Canada for the foreseeable future? I mean, I've thought about this a lot, actually. Um, I love Canada. I've grown up here my whole life. I haven't really been too, too much outside of the country. I've been in the United States. I'm like, that's it, actually. I've only been in the United States and Canada. So I got to travel at some point. Um, do I want to leave anytime soon? Uh, it depends, you know, where work takes me, where life takes me. I, I'm not opposed to anything. I mean, yes, for the foreseeable future, I'll probably be here. But, you know, I've always thought about the United States. I've thought about Florida specifically. I feel like, you know, state tax, you know, investment opportunities down there. They look pretty good. A lot of opportunity there. I mean, I'd love to go to California, obviously. You know, it's just a great place. It's just super expensive. Um... You know, I, I've thought about the United States. Uh, obviously, right now, it's a very tough time to think about leaving anywhere. I don't even know about leaving my house these days, you know what I'm talking about? But, <laughs> you know, it's it's definitely it's definitely possible. It's definitely possible. I don't plan on it, but it's definitely possible. So, my friends, let's recap the episode. What did we talk about? So, TFSA, RSP, both fantastic accounts to help you reach your goals. Number one, that's the first thing. Number two, be aware of the different consequences and implications of investing in these specific accounts. Try to never ever withdraw from your RSP because it's a retirement account. 
and you know it can really mess up your long-term goals if you start withdrawing from it and if you plan on withdrawing then you know think about a TFSA for those specific purposes, right? I mean, when you're considering both, consider, you know, the, the good and the bad, like anything. Um, but, you know, if the flexibility means something to you, then a TFSA is better for you in that sense. But guys, implications and consequences around both these accounts are very crucial to know and, and be aware of. Number three, which one you should use really comes down to your tax situation, i.e. tax brackets, you know, how much money you make, etc., and what your goals and horizon are for your investment. So tailor your strategy to what you're looking to get out of it. And again, nothing beats boxing the hell out of both. That's what I think you guys should do if you can. If you can't, TFSA first until you make more money and then RRSP first. Again, don't, don't overcomplicate it. Just start investing, guys. That's it. And number four, I say it all the time. Just start. I sound repetitive. Just start. That's it. That's number four. I'm not even going to elaborate. You know what I mean. Just get it going. Pick one. Get it going. All right. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. I hope I helped you guys out and gave you some clarity on these two accounts. I feel like there's a sort of buzz around them when people say them, but they're tax advantage accounts, right? So there's, you know, tax people kind of shut off when they hear that word. So, you know, I'm glad that you guys listened to this episode. I really appreciate all the support that you guys give me. If I helped you out, if I did anything, if you enjoyed the episode, please DM me on Instagram. Let me know if you enjoyed it. Thank you guys so, so much. I really, really appreciate you. I love you all to death and I will see you next week and I am out this mother peace.